Hi friends, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mama.Wife Life Podcast. I am your host, Brittany, and each week we'll be gabbing, bragging, and unpacking about life. So grab yourself a drink, get yourself comfortable, and get ready to be inspired. One, two. Hello. Can everybody hear me? Uh, yes, we can hear you. Okay. Finally. We, so, we've so had, glad. we've just had, oh my gosh. All right, okay. So uh, I just kind of should okay. read it out again. Yeah. So yep. uh, welcome back. I'm Brittany. I'm Tanya. And I am Luke Skywalker. <laughs> he isn't Luke Skywalker. <laughs> He's a am, liar. I'm a Luke. <laughs> no! No, okay. All right. So oh we today we are talking about poly... Polyamory. 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 Uh, the definition, one of the definitions in Wikipedia, polyamory has come to be an umbrella term for various forms of non-monogamous, multi-partner relationships mm-hmm. or non-exclusive sexual or romantic relationships. Its usage, its usage reflects the choices and philosophies of the individuals involved, but with reoccurring themes of, or values such as love, intimacy, honesty, integrity, equality, communication, and commitment. Well. Well. So, um... For me, what has gotten me interested in this topic was because when I was younger, I watched the show um, Sister Wives. And so the husband's name is Cody and he has uh, four wives, I think it is. And they have 16 children all together. And I feel like they moved to Las Vegas because where they were before they were being chased out of where they were. Were they being chased out because they were having. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm going to look it up here um, because it's it's something that's so interesting to me because they ended up moving there because they it's not so much of an issue in, t- in like Las Vegas or something. And he, I don't know if he bought four houses or built four four houses, but they all live at the on like one road. Okay. And so the husband's name is Cody and he has... Uh, Janelle, Christine, Robin, and Marie, and I think Marie was his first was his first wife. Okay. And then at some point throughout the series, they end up getting divorced because he has to marry one of the other wives or whatever. But do they stay together? Or? Yeah, uh, well, that's a whole of I don't know. I don't know if they are even still going. Oh yeah, I feel like it's been uh, canceled. Sister wife, uh, wives, Christine hated that Cody didn't shower in, in her bedroom. So there's still like drama going on and there's a lot of, um, when, when you watch the show, it gives you like a true, like bird's eye view as to what's going on. And I'm sure there's many other relationships that are not that, um, same setup, but it was very interesting to watch how, you know, he would go to, you know, Christine's house for a few nights and then he'd go to uh, Robin's house. And I, when I originally started watching it, he was o- only married, I think, to the three. He had three. And then he, they had a discussion. They had a, a, a sit down. Okay. And they had um, basically a vote. And they all had to agree on him courting another wife. See, now okay. that's an interesting thing. Is, is polyamory... Not necessarily a threesome. Oh gosh, no! no. It can have yeah. any configuration yeah. really that is acceptable to the group, mm-hmm. right? And what it seems as though like everybody had a vote. So when there was big, like big money being spent, everyone had to agree with it. It wasn't okay. just like I'm going to do what I want. And I feel like that's what some people don't like about it. 
that they get kind of weirded out is that they think that the guy is just like thinks he's Casanova and he's just gonna yeah. I'm gonna have all these women and I'm gonna be the king and that's not how it's gonna work and be fun functional and be a good situation because everybody has to have a voice and and feel like they have the ability to voice their concerns right right and if you have someone that's like I just want to do it because I just want to be like the man. It won't work out. You'll just run into like roadblocks. But from what I gather is that having it set up as like, we're all one group and we're all going to have a say and we all have to agree. And if we don't, then it's a no go. And you see it over and over and over again in their episodes. Well, they will have like a family meeting and they will sit there and they'll like vote and they get to have their, their, their time to voice their thoughts. And nobody really like shames them for having their thoughts or their, That's a good right? Thing. Which is really, really cool. But it's like, it just shows that it can work. They've obviously had their ups and downs and any relationship ha- right? does. Um, but it's, that's kind of what got me into it because for me, I was like, I would probably enjoy that. As like I was saying to you before that I, if I had a husband and we did that and we had other women that I could like hang out with him for a few days and then he could just go somewhere else for a few days and I don't right uh, that could be really good because sometimes you need a break and when you're in a single relationship and you're stuck in a house and you're just like you that's the only person you see and you just get sick of them you, you just can't go anywhere like you're not yeah. like oh go but see do you, the I mean the, the thing is do you, do you actually have um feelings for other people I think like is that is it just because of your me con- myself your, con- your condition yeah like are, are you I, could, I mean you yourself I suppose but like it wouldn't that wouldn't be the only reason behind um so him I, going off and finding no like I've been in one relationship that was not really voluntary that we were gonna have multiple girls involved it was kind of just it happened and it just so happened that I actually liked her and so it became gotcha. a him not cheating on me because I was like why why like you could have just talked to me about it so he did cheat on you but then it turned out it was okay once you had communication about it yeah and then because i i busted him like caught him red-handed and it was just it it was a bad scene when i initially found out yeah um and then me and her actually like got along okay and then it was kind of like all right so we're we so what in that what in that in that dynamic that you're now talking about Mm -hmm. because you were able to be on good terms with the other girl, mm-hmm. what about that sort of ended up making you okay with it? Because she wasn't a threat to me because she wasn't trying ah. to take something from me. That's an interesting point. See, yeah. That's, that's, that's it, isn't it? Really, isn't like, it? It's, like, I it's, it's feel, all about yourself in yeah, worth, right? I didn't feel threatened by her because together we could, we were really good as a group. Like we could talk about stuff and it was really nice to have someone to be like, Hey, so, you know, boyfriend we're just gonna call him boyfriend did this okay. and he's an asshole and she's like yeah i know he's been doing that and it's like someone you can be like what the fuck is going on have you noticed that? And they're like yeah and so like it can it can work out obviously i'm not married to this person or anything but this was when i was i was like 18 19 okay that's and a very young age to yeah. be sort of getting into that yeah kind of thing, I yeah but like you know it happened yeah it just did it and yeah. whatever um and it probably went on for like a year and a half Okay. And it, we, uh, she saw him a lot more because she lived on her own. I did not live on my own. So I got to see him in the evenings. Right. And we would go and do stuff on like a Saturday. All three or, of you? Or? No, um, we would go to her house if we were all going to hang out. 
Okay. But like we really didn't hang out too often. It was just like we knew of each other. We would, if I needed to call her, or ask her, or if, or if like he was being a, a pain in the patoot, then I would call him because he been a pain like a pain in your ass today too, or is he just being like an extra big asshole to me? And a lot of times she'd be like, no, I, he's really moody, and so um, yeah. And then he ended up wanting to have somebody else, and I was just like, we we've <laughs> we've we've reached it yeah, for my comfortability. Your, yeah. Um, and then that's when the relationship dissolved and we went our own ways. I see. Okay. There you go. I guess you never, never learned knew that about me. <laughs> so what are you thinking about Arthur? You have your hands crossed and you're deep in thought. I, I think, I th like I said, I, I kind of always bring this sort of thing back to the type of individual that you are, you know, like I had mentioned, uh, prior to this, that, you know, some, some relationships are suited to some people more than others do you know what i mean so mm -hmm. I, I think i think m like maybe some people might see monogamy monogamy as something old yeah and i, I don't think it, i don't think it's old i think it's been ruling the society's attitude towards relationships for the longest time mm -hmm. but i think it's absolutely as valid as anything else and that some people are suited to that mm -hmm. some people are suited to you know um more than one Mm -hmm. because somewhere in them there is the ability to uh, be responsible, be affectionate, and be um, caring mm -hmm. in all the necessary everyday realities and, and you know, and romantic stuff as, as freely and as openly as a monogamous relationship might be. Mm -hmm. um, I, th I, th I mean, I, like I said, we were saying before, there are some people that, they get into these things and one person who's with another and then they have this three and they're just following along that's you know that's squashing something inside of them and going along with the relationship it's not healthy you have to be mm -hmm. that kind of person that oh yeah like you that looks at one person and looks at another person and goes i have i have these initial feelings that i can a be intimate and caring with both of them and you know and then handle whatever their baggage is that mm -hmm. comes their way do you know what i mean yeah. so like i think you have to be able to not just endure it you have to be um inwardly capable of it yeah so i actually re recently uh brought this to the table for my husband okay and asked him if he wanted to have an open relationship he was a, a hard no. He was a hard no? <laughs> a hard okay. No. Well, no, it, he said that he has to be a hard no because he would be a hypocrite if he said yes because if I were to bring another woman into our relationship, he would be fine. But if I brought another man into a relationship, he would not be okay with it. I'm really glad that he's honest about that because and, yeah. unfortunately, a lot of relationships do go south for exactly that reason. Mm -hmm. It's all very titillating when, you know, your wife and your bestie and, and her and her bestie are, you know, I don't know, what are we doing? Baking cookies and having a pillow fight and it devolves into lesbian sex. And then the husband, <laughs> right? The husband jumps, he comes in carrying a, carrying a monkey wrench and he's like, oh, I was just oh, fixing hey, the car. Oh and, my uh, God, you uh, need to make movies. Uh, right? I swear to God. Oh no, I don't need to because that's what the movies are all like. <laughs> so I think that sometimes that seems like it's a much more sexy sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I think men are very, um, it's like, well, 
I can handle both women, that's fine, or multiple women. I think that there's a certain um, cultural mindset mm -hmm. um, that, that men right. can do those things, but then you open the Pandora's box of, but now she wants the postman. And that might not be quite so sexy for a, for a guy. You yes. have to remember that those, those sorts of things for a guy relate to the current male toxicity Yes, that is going on in in us male culture. Because mm -hmm. jealousy is supposed to be cool, because we allow jealousy in our relationships. Um, Some with people. monogamy, yeah. it sort of it feeds the jealousy part. We're not taught that we're supposed to control that, or that we can get past it, or any of those things. So for men, that's especially true. It's like a man is supposed to like you know now he's supposed to like beat his chest and grab her by the hair and go, no, you're the only woman for me. And and a lot of women, you know, I'm gonna say it, and I don't care. People can write. I don't care. I'll stand by. A lot of women will say, oh, I like it when he gets like that. Like, yes. Like they, when they first start dating a guy, you know, they meet the guy that he has tats and he's like muscular and he's big and oh, he's so, yeah, he'll go knock out this guy and then, you mm -hmm. know, oh, I love it when he's like possessing, possessing me, me and, he, and then, you know, they get married and then they have, and then later in the line, she's like, why is he such a dick? I'd be like, honey, he hasn't changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, like the, he's you, going to be that way. Yeah. It's like you put your him. fantasies yeah. on top of a real person. Yes. Your bodice ripping fantasies. Yes. And, you know, whatever it is. And now, and, you know. And now, and now, you now I'm, to I'm do, going yeah. to have something for people to write in about. There's when you have like physically abusive relationships mm -hmm. and people stay in them, male or female, it doesn't matter either way. Are those people not yet open to BDSM? Should they be? Do you know what I mean? Are those like, things? Are I don't think things, so. I think those are, those are different things. things. No, because uh, no, because when we, we did body painting and we went to, uh, oh, there were places where, where, we've been to many we, places. We were in, we introduced. We're not to, adding as anyone. In, as in observers, anyway. We were working. We were working, and I went. I had I had to take a break. I had to go to the washroom. Yeah. And I went through, and they they have these um, things that they tie you to. It's like a big X, a couple of planks of wood. <laughs> And I walked in, and there's this one lady, totally naked, blah, blah, strapped up against him. This guy was has a whip, and he, he wasn't holding back. Like, he was beating the living snot out of her, mm -hmm. and it's what she wanted. You, and, I remember and you then, telling me this. And then I, I went to the washroom. I did what I had to do, and I came out, and she was still on there, still being whipped like a motherfucker, excuse the language. And I was, I, it was just an eye opener for me about peoples that, and what they that need. She enjoyed it. Though. What they mm -hmm. need. And, and is there not an education? Because there, there ought to be an education for those sorts of things because the quality of people may be that. Some of the people may be. Some people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I maybe there's more than that because, you know, there, there is, you know, so many particular reasons why people stay on in an in, in abusive relationship. I don't well, think uh, the fact that when he when I'm, I'm he blackens my eyes, it sexually turns me on. Or no, 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 no. I don't no. think that's my that, wife I, bit me, and I, I ended up having so, to go get I stitches. Is not there? There know. has to be. There must be some kind of um, link to it. There must be something because it's it's like walking well, around in a dark room and not knowing where you are. Here's an example. Not okay. that it's kind of, so. You uh, know uh, the movie Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Yes. And Brad Pitt uh, and Angelina I it, Jolie I know of it, yeah. are like, like shooting at each other and destroying their house. And they're like, and then they're just like, they decide they're going to rip off their clothes and have like this pas passionate sex after destroying their house. Because we link sex and violence in our culture. That's, yeah. yeah. And I think that that's 
where you get these guys where they're like, uh, I'm going to beat, beat you up and then we're going to have passionate sex. And it's like, if you're going to love hard and you're going to fight hard, sometimes it's not going to end so well. But if you have something like what he was speaking on, it's something like, like you have safe words. Yes. Yeah, yes, exactly. Right? Yeah. There's yeah, yeah. like having those two separate things, like when you're doing BDSM, you, it is, you respect each other, you know, each other's limits and it's like, yeah, you guys yeah. have full, it's completely, to, it's completely different yes. than being like, uh, my boyfriend, like someone gets punched in the eye. It's not like, and then like, yeah. that's, that's not the same thing. Yeah, I, just I wanna, really no. do see those things as different, right? but I just want to make sure that everybody that's listening knows that we're not confusing those. No, yes. no, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, but I'm, I don't wonder because there's a lot of people who are basically walking around unconscious of what their needs are. There is that. I do think that and, some and people I, and I don't, just don't, I don't know wonder if those things are made available because with a person who might be, let's just say there's somebody who's in an abuse relationship is getting thumped all the bloody time mm -hmm. and listening to us and maybe they do need to go to somewhere where they can find out if that is for them. Leave and whatever relationship they're yeah, the relationship, and find out yeah. if that is actually what they are doing to themselves inside that relationship without knowing it. Because a lot of people do walk in the dark when it comes to intimacy. Mm -hmm. We don't know that. That's true. Yeah. Know? So that self, was, I don't know, self just a just a awareness. Thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because you have to know you have to know about yourself and what you you have to be good on your own. I think if you're going to get into a, a multi-person type relationship. Yes, I think I mean? that's I, super important. Like I, we were saying before, I have if 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 the three of us are involved in something, mm -hmm. I have to be good with you and, and good with you and be open to being affectionate and then i also have to be good with the two of you also having that same thing yes absolutely because otherwise it can't work yeah and it probably would be a really good thing if it could mm -hmm. yeah for, it's for, true you know yeah. yeah well arthur's thinking about that <laughs> I, well I mean, I, like i said I, his eyes drifted oh off for a he second did. There. he totally did yep. up your Oh, don't even we don't even I was I was actually gonna be I know what you were yeah. gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that one sometime. But, uh, and, no, and that's for another I, podcast. I, I, no, Tanya's I, writing I, down all these topics. Yeah, I, this is great. I, 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 stu <laughs> I studied this. I had this bloody page on my phone opened for the whole last week. Because <laughs> we were so excited for this one. No, I studied every single it's one. It's good. That we he do. studies things. He's good that way. It's so yeah. good. But now, now we've, we've talked a little bit about that, but what happens the other way around from a male perspective? Mm -hmm. So now your partner comes to you and says, I, uh, I know this guy at work. He's really, really, you know, I find him really attractive and I would like to bring him home. Now what, how does that make me from, as a, me as myself? I mean, you're an unusual male I'm, I'm in a lot exactly of ways. I'm not exactly the but, normal kind of person. I have to, if I think it, obviously if it's, if it's poly a polyamorous thing in the sense that I've walked into a relationship with you understanding that it was going to be an open thing and it's not a big surprise like if I thought we were in a monogamous relationship and you said that to me I think I'd probably have to walk away from you and go and think about it and okay. see what I would want mm -hmm. that's just me being me if you were saying if we were already involved in an open relationship and the idea of having another person brought in and that person was male me particularly as I am, I would have to be absolutely completely attracted to that bloke and, and want to go down and be loving and affectionate like I would with anybody else. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, because I, I think, you know, you've, you, you'd have to define the two. If I was just okay with you, you, know, you go off and you have your fun. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't 
I wasn't, I'm, I'm going to use the word homosexual, I just don't have a word for it, but I wasn't having homosexual skill or ability. And I was just open to you being who you are and you doing that. Well, that's, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. But if you came to me and I was all pissed off and jealous about it, then there's, then you aren't in a relationship with, with me. I'm in a relationship with me and in a relationship with you. Ooh, that's an interesting. Do you see way where I'm going with that? Because that is an, an internal um, dynamic that has to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because that, that's why I mean, like when when you said, "Oh, he looked up and was thinking about it," I actually had to put myself. That's what I was doing. I was putting yeah. myself in that position, going, "How so, would I respond to that and so in, situation?" In, yeah. in my like my thinking on it is um, for for me. For here's an example, my husband comes home. And he's like, somebody, some, some, some girl, I guess was like flirting on him and making him like feel, feel good. And it's like, I think that a lot of us aren't aware of our love languages and what mm. makes us feel good. Right. Interesting. And so I find that some relationships that I have been in, uh, they will hit the mark on some of my love languages because apparently I have very many go have, figure right, right she's our scorpio right um <laughs> and so um and i wonder if something like that would be like when he came home and he was talking about it and it was it was nice because it's just re- recently in the last few years that it's been like an open thing we're like oh yeah this girl like hit on me and i'm like well that's 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 awesome I that must you. have that made, made you feel, feel good. good right and I, it makes me wonder because for me i'm a toucher i want my my like hair touch someone to like rub on my uh back and it's I, I wonder if some people will have these type of of relationships because they get that satisfaction of one um love language from each individual person yeah Right. Yeah, that's a that's a very good point. Right, and and like because like you know me and my husband we he hits on some things and there are some things that are lacking because no one's perfect. No, of course right? everybody's got different um, things they like. And so it's like you know that's why like me I know what I like and sometimes I'll just go upstairs and get naughty with my vibrator, right? Yeah. <laughs> because he sometimes he he doesn't have the same drive as as like me, but uh, we can connect on different levels and learning different ways to connect and i'm and i'm wondering if that's what's what some people think when they get into these relationships that like you know you touch on something that i don't get from them Mm -hmm. but i love you both and if they get along and it's great that's i think yeah there must be oh yeah for sure fantastic amount of as as in in a three situation Mm -hmm. that can explore all sorts of you know lovely incredible desires that you know as long as the three of you are sort of Mm-hmm. with it as it were mm-hmm. do you know what i mean you could explore that and, and find out some interesting things i suppose mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely what do you think <laughs> you're sitting you're just like yeah yeah you're yeah. like yeah mm-hmm, uh-huh not for you <laughs> what oh no 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 i never said that that's not really you know um i'm just trying to think of how like it, you've kind of hit on those points like the idea that somehow one person is supposed to now for the rest of your life be your only emotional support mm-hmm. and that everything else is secondary because we have to remember that that partner male or female is supposed or whoever or whatever is supposed to be your emotional support forever yeah. and that all, your your best friend is really just a, a second best right well and that's so it's funny that you, you say these things and I'm like light bulb goes off because I've I have uh, said this many times that any like relationship, like, like your girlfriends, whatever that is like, that is like another relationship. 
right? Like, so like when you and your girlfriend, that's like your best friend break up, it's like you go through a breakup that totally. And so I, I have a lot of, um, like social media, like where I'm messaging people, Mm -hmm. like relationships that are very supportive. And I've noticed that in the last, I'd say two years that I get a, like, I'm able to have sounding boards Mm -hmm. and have emotional support that sometimes I can't always just lean on my husband and just unload on him because he comes home and he's so balled up and from his stuff. And yeah, because he has needs too. Isn't isn't that, isn't that what that the pandemic has sort of shown us is that none of us are actually alone because we've been, we've had relationships with all these other people. Like most of us for the most part have been stuck at home with that partner and kids and so on. And only with those for the last 20, uh, 12 months or so. Yeah. And all those little, um, you know, little jewels mm-hmm. of relationships that we have are missing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? For a lot of and, people, yeah. Or it's because changed because they now have to be online. You know, because some of those are some of those are friendly. Some of those are friendly and flirty. Some of those are such and such. And some, some of those, those are, are such businessy. And, some of those are businessy. Some of those are, you know, there's all these satisfactions that you you need. You know, mm-hmm. some people may have a wider, you may have a wider range of needs and satisfactions that you have as a person and some other people may not. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? There, there's there's plenty of people that we know that are absolutely straight down the bloody line. They don't need it from anywhere else and they just yeah. don't, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just them. I'm way too needy, so I like... Are I, you needy I've, though? Oh, I'm fucking super are needy. Are you needy? Yeah. I don't know. Needy might be... I, I feel like when you say needy, it sounds like a negative connotation no, to who no, you are. I'm, sounds like she recognizes I'm that she has needs. Needs. That yeah. might be... Thank you. Well, yes. but like when I say that I'm needy, it's like I... I don't see it as a negative. I, Did you like, say meaty? You just said meaty. Meaty? <laughs> I, I am also meaty and I'm also needy. Okay. This, <laughs> those are both correct things that I am. <laughs> just need to put that out there. Arthur likes a meaty. Yeah, oh, meaty. Her. <laughs> <laughs> right? Go on, no, you were saying, um, you were but it's just like I know that I, like that's why I have such a wide variety of friends yeah. i have a lot of guy friends and it's not because i'm like oh i'm gonna sleep with him or whatever it's just because yeah, I, I have girlfriends i can talk totally. like i have a uh, one guy friend i talk to him literally every day all week and we just like we just we can talk about everything and it's like it's that it's that nice little outlet that i've noticed that i have lost a lot of girlfriends over this pandemic and i have gained like new friends and i've gotten like more male friends Interesting. More male friends. More male friends that are reaching out because they, I've noticed that a lot of my group of friends that I, um, that they don't really have a a solid support system. So that's an interesting point. Because a lot of the guys there that they know, they don't really talk about things. And so I'm noticing a lot of my guy friends can come and they want to talk to me about stuff because I don't like shame them for having like emotions or feelings or whatever. And that's what, and that's one thing that I've like, it's just become more apparent that I'm, I'm spending a lot more time speaking with my male friends. Um, I've lost a few of my female friends that we used to be like super close. Wouldn't really say we're that close anymore. It's hard though too, because like one of my, one of my best friends, hi Kathy. Um, and we, we didn't just work together. We were really good friends. Our kids are really good friends. She lives like a kilometer up the road. Mm -hmm. 
I have a huge household. She has a huge household. The pandemic has basically made it impossible for us to hang out mm -hmm. because she's got too many people coming from too many places, and mm -hmm. so do I. Uh, potentially, that could introduce problem, like help, uh, like introduce COVID into the house. But we used to see each other like all almost all every day. You guys I went were very, there. Really, really, really. Yeah. yeah. We. Uh, I used to do all of my um, uh, all of my paperwork at her kitchen table, and it was amazing to oh, have that and Flirtation. i miss it i I, me I messaged her and she goes i miss you and i didn't know how to even respond to that because we play we we didn't have the relationship that you guys had but when i was talking to her oh that's right had, yeah because they we, totally, we flirt totally with each other. flirted like i was so fucking inappropriate and she'd play with it Do you know oh I mean? she totally did yeah but it was she, a game you know that's game. that's exactly what it means i mean you miss these people see, that have jewels for you right? Mm -hmm. oh i totally miss it and i mean and i've got i've got a one of my oldest friends uh from high school and we we often message and talk like pretty much every day he's not a social media guy so it doesn't happen very as often as it used to since he got off social media mm -hmm. but he literally lives by himself in an apartment mm -hmm. in like a food desert in toronto like mm -hmm. it's he he works from home he lives alone he's doesn't have a lot of family um, but we've been friends forever and it's like, oh my gosh, Dave, like, I feel like I'm really sorry. Like, you know, like yeah. there's not much that we can do other than message. It's like, are you okay? But we're lucky because like Arthur isn't going to be jealous about that. No, Tom, no. Like when I, like, I will, like, I will be like, oh, Tom, like I talked to like my friend, so-and-so. And a few times he's like, so how did you meet him? Like he, but I try to just keep it as open and honest and I, I have noth nothing to hide I'm like yeah. here do you want to go through my 50,000 pages of uh, meme fights that we have and meme fights I <laughs> love a good meme war like we sit there and we just like I showed my my one very good friend I would call him like one of my closest uh, best friends over social media that you can have who lives in, in town here but just because like he has a young kid and yeah. we were going to connect because he wanted to put the podcast on something that's big in Guelph and we ended up not being able to meet because like COVID hit yeah. in, in last March. And so we've just been on line talking. Yeah. Right. And I don't even know where I was going with that. Now I've lost my train of thought. That's all right. Yeah, we're that all, Tom we all isn't jealous oh, yeah, of so, your yeah, guy so, friends. Yeah. Or isn't so showing he, jealousy or isn't jealous. He, well, he does like there's, there's one of my uh, friends and I've, I've had to just try to explain to him. I said like, you know, I, I love you. And just like the reason why you might feel that I have a relationship is because they're my friends. Yeah. I share like. I'm, it is a relationship. I'm the it's same with my, with, friends. with my friend Carrie. Right. Like we we have those relationships where like my 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 one friend for the longest time her family would be like, is Brittany a lesbian? Like, is she coming on to you? Because I'm just <laughs> like I when once you become my friend, you were like my friend like yes right there's a lot of ownership involved in britney's relationship it is and FYI. yeah and <laughs> i have i have had people where they are not cool with it and we just don't become friends i'm just like that's fine they're obviously yeah, not tourists them, yeah no yeah so it's it's been it's been an interesting year because it's shown me so many new relationships and how people have almost cycled through my through like they're in my life for a season or a reason and if those are not the things and they just and that's okay too, right? Yeah. But fine. Like this past year has really sh like shown me how to properly make sure that I'm getting things that I need. And it's like if I was in a poly relationship, I would have to do the same thing. I would have to surround myself with people that could that we could all give each other what each other needs. I can't just be a take yeah. all the time. No, no, of course not. And that is where part of it, I think, happens. Is sometimes people do it, and then 
uh, it is all about them. So mm-hmm. they're able to uh, sort of segue their relationship into that, and then things fall apart because it doesn't it doesn't support the group. It supports them, mm-hmm. and it's an unbalance. As soon as there's an unbalance, things fall. Like mm-hmm. it's it's that's how physics works. So and it's the same in relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, like I was saying before, that every time we discuss, we pick a topic. It's like my mobile device is listening to me and then it starts plugging these topics on Facebook or whatever. And I saw on CNN that there's a, a thruple, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, three men with a baby. They live in Southern California and they're trying to get uh, all their names on the baby's birth uh, certificate. Okay. And I thought that was really interesting because like you were saying that they don't have the... So th- these are all like gay guys yeah, or something? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, but um, it's... They're in a poly... Um, um, polyamorous. Yes, my mouth is not working today. No, no. Polyamorous is a crappy word to say, it, I'm it telling is. you. It is. Um, and so ha- having that and then reading through it and it's like they are going through a whole thing because it's not legal to be in relationships like that. Like that's why the... Um, it's not legal to be married. married. You are allowed in the relationship, I believe. Yeah, but well, you're not allowed to be married some, to more than one. Some places in the States, if you go, they will try to chase you out of there because they don't ag- agree with you. Okay. Right? And so and I, I, when I read it, I was like, this is so cool. And then in the back of my head, I, I was like, I wonder if this is now going to cause problems for them. That's an interesting point. I think taking it to social media is good because mm-hmm. it, um, it lets the whole world have an opinion. And generally... You know, like I saw the picture, it's really cute. It's obvious that they care from the picture and everything. And I think that that actually creates a certain amount of safety because they can't be shut up. It's already been let out. Yeah, it's true. Right? It's not like, I mean, these relationships used to happen all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, They just pretended they didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have uh, my great aunt Mimi, who has passed away now, Mm -hmm. um, lived in a relationship like that where there was three women and one guy and they lived like that their whole lives and it was just they didn't call it anything specific but we found as interestingly as her uh, alzheimer's progressed she brought out more and more and more photographs and pictures and told more stories about it that she Mm -hmm. never did before highly educated very intelligent woman with very lovely and intelligent friends Mm -hmm. um and I think we're starting to understand now that she was she was gay mm-hmm. and found that this relationship, I think one of the other women was gay and the other ones were bi. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not sure how the guy fit in there because unfortunately he died well before I was born. So they only ever referred to him as the painter. Mm-hmm. Um, they all obviously cared about him a great deal, but he was married legally to one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was only one child. Mm-hmm. Um, but they all raised the child. They all lived in um, a house in London, England together, this big, massive, massive house. Um, and basically, you know, they, gradually everybody passed away and, and whatever. My aunt was the last one out of the group. Um, but I remember when her her partner passed away, Ruth, mm-hmm. and um, everybody's like, oh, it's just like they were married. You know, they were together for like... 60 years and all this other stuff it's you know it's almost as if they were a married couple ha 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 because no one could imagine their maiden great aunt 
mm-hmm. as possibly being gay. Yeah. I don't know how anyone didn't catch that. <laughs> but because I asked at one point and everyone's like, shh, no, 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 shh, shh, shh. Don't, you don't, I don't, don't talk why, about that. Why people would do that. And then, you know, we went to visit her off, rel- relatively often yeah. uh, after she stopped traveling herself. Um, and all of a sudden there were all these pictures. And it was like, oh, what are you guys up to there? That You're all <laughs> naked. And she goes, oh, she says, I hate clothing. She goes, I would be naked all the time if I wanted to, which maybe is not something you want to hear your 87-year-old aunt say on one hand. But then on the other hand, I'm like, oh. Okay, so I can be sexual till the day I die. I kind of like the way that sounds. I don't yeah. have to somehow yeah. be, you know. And she was like, "Oh, and there, there's a picture of me skiing topless with my, you know, my family <laughs> in, in, uh, you know, in France and all this." And she totally was. The pictures are amazing. Yeah. Um, the the painter um, Ernst Nuschel, actually, he's he's pretty well known. Actually, um, he w- did a, a huge amount of photography and did some amazing, amazing photographs of them. And it was. If, if the photographs can be trusted to be showing the actual emotions that they were feeling, they were very much loved each other. They yeah. were very caring with each other. They took care of each other their whole lives. And that's what's beautiful about it. Like, and that's what I like about the idea of, of, of having the community, of having the support. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's really awesome. It's yeah. just, it's not... It's not something that's probably going to become a thing in my, yeah. in my I wished I'd understood more about it mm-hmm. uh, to be able to talk to my aunt about it yeah. when she was still alive and when she was still able to talk about it more than just old memories, right? Because at the time that I really started to find these photographs, she would tell you about the photograph and then she'd say, oh, I haven't thought about this in a long time. I don't think I want to talk about this. And she'd leave the room and she'd come back and, of course, the Alzheimer's progressed to the point where she'd come back in and she would have forgotten that she even looked at the photograph yeah um so i could get her to repeat the same thing but i couldn't kind of get it was hard to ask questions about it and stuff because she didn't know how to answer me on them and stuff Mm -hmm. like that but i'm like oh go mimi like you like she was a huge influence in my life she's amazing amazing woman Mm -hmm. um and it was just it was just so wonderful to find out this human side of her as well right yeah no, it's really, really neat. I, well, I, I don't. I've, I've never had that kind of experience of my relatives doing anything. My relatives, um, but I, I, I mean that she's also from Europe, and Europe were a little bit less constrained than. She also than didn't have family point. to uh, tell her no, uh, because they. No, because I've heard stories like that from that age group and that particular, you know, Europe itself. Yeah, it's, she it's was. Not, it's not. It's not like everybody does it, but it, I don't think it was ever looked down upon or frowned upon. Oh, but she didn't talk about it. She was careful not to talk about well, it through most of her life. A, she's not a. But I think because because uh, the rest of her family died in the Second World War, mm-hmm. her brother ends up over here. He's my grandfather. Um, I mean, I could tell you all the, the stories she, that my my biological father. My well, this isn't just the seventies stuff. I'm talking of, like because she would have been old, like no, no, no. This yeah. is. I mean, he was studying university in in uh, Romania and stuff like that. And yeah, all sorts of things that he went on about. They were a lot more. It, it appears that they were a lot more relaxed about their bodies and stuff too. Yeah. But she didn't have family to then go. Well, you know, ladies don't behave that way. You know, that sort of a thing. It was That's, it was all of them just doing what they wanted to do because. And that seems to be the thing is like when you want to do something like that, the backlash you can get from your family if they are not open minded to that is I think why a lot of people don't want to talk about it. They just keep a secret. And mm-hmm. that is so unfair. Yeah. 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 
it is so unfair that it's like I don't really care because I don't get a say in your life. So why would you get a say in my life? Yeah, it is, and I just I wish that people would be able to have the freedom and not have to worry about keeping a secret or like not being able to just be openly in love. Like, could you imagine if if we were like you can't love him out in public? You just can't. Yeah. that would be terrible. Well, that happens with, uh, with uh, biracial yes, couples and all sorts of things, right? Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of a lot of that can oh, be. Oh, when when I was in when I was uh, living in New York City and I was living in my grandmother's house, who she was an old Queens Jewish woman. Mm-hmm. She was awesome. She was great. Do you know what I mean? But she had all sorts of preconceptions about black folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so and I had a I had a, a West Indian well, she wasn't West Indian, her parents from West Indies. Um, she was she was a New Yorker and um, and you know, on the day that I left, like well, my grandmother said nothing about it. But then she turns to me and goes, oh, "I would never have worked between you anyway." Left and as in went back to Australia. I, that... I, yes, I had, I'd gone back to Australia, and and it was like, and I, it was the most surprising thing because my grandmother never let on about any kind of, you know, racial judgments, blah blah blah, whatever it might have mm-hmm. been at the time. She made a few ignorant comments. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But she was, you know, at that age, she must have been in her 80s or something like that. She, you know, New York City, America, all that shit. Mm-hmm. And, but then, you know, I would never have worked. And I was like, in myself, I didn't say anything because we were at the airport. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, as, Grandma, what? Yeah. Like, you're really? Like, Are you kidding? Like, come again. Do you know what I mean? Like, of course it could bloody work. I mean, there's always going to be, in the States itself, there's always going to be a race thing. They mm-hmm. have race as a part of whatever they are. But, you know, I, I don't know. It's just a surprising thing that that sort of thing came up at all. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah that, was, that we see those things just sometimes. Just the un, uncovered, un, you know, hidden in the background, you know, separation of people. Yeah, separation I mean? Because that's what it is. It's, you know, yeah. it's just based on, you know, I mean, yeah, we have different cultures and things like that. But, but isn't a marriage separation. a certain amount of separation of people as it is? I mean, it's two. It, uh, you, you could both be European, but it is still two different families coming together and having to mix and involve involve each other. And, you know, because who, do parents always get along or do parents get along? Like, which so what way does happens it go? in a poly relationship? Because now... If everything all being good and equal? Now you've got extra families. You've got extra exponential potential for problems too well, mm-hmm. i mean the safety in numbers so if everybody was okay with a three a, a three person relationship and you had i'm using you guys but yeah you had family you had family i had family and we all came together and everything was good and easy i think i think there would be a lot of room for bringing up kids safely mm-hmm. i think there would be a lot of room for financially pushing the family forward mm-hmm. can you imagine Do you know what i mean yeah. i mean if we're yeah. all committed to that sort of thing um yeah, I think there'd be a lot of benefits to it, providing that, you know, individually we weren't so self-absorbed about our security as a person. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh my gosh. I, I immediately was like, so what you're saying is, is like to fix the problem is like we should just all go out and get like groups of three or four three people and then, and then just become a relationship and all live in the house and then that would just solve all the problems because then we could all live well, together um, well i mean it would be communal would living problems. absolutely this whole idea that we're supposed to live a couple and 2.5 kids in one dwelling that you can't afford all by yourself how's that working for you <laughs> not good yeah exactly <laughs> so um you know i think i'm i'm still that generation where the kids all went home 
Right. Like it's my grandparents had the basement apartment for when the kids all came home for university, for, you know, being stationed in different areas, for mm -hmm. moving, for saving for a house, whatever it happens to be. And then somehow that became vilified. Mm -hmm. in, right? in Australia, I grew up around Greeks and, and European immigrants and grandparents were in the house. Totally. They were geriatric. They are walking straight out of a comic book. They were just sitting there, you know hand over the cane they said nothing nothing they didn't not one word came out of their mouth they just sat there and they were just being old <laughs> that's it they didn't do anything but be old but they were part of the family they were there they didn't go to a home I, and that's what I kind of understood is I think how that's a good thing yeah. yeah absolutely and then here I will look after them it's care of our family as best yeah. we can right so absolutely well yeah I think that was a good little yeah. segue yeah we didn't even get into the sexy bits do you want to talk about this? I, no, I was just making a comment. I was gonna say, we, we could can... have more than one of these two. Mm -hmm. Sure. Right? If we want. That we, we specifically discussed yeah. that aspect well, of Well, I just think this was a good opening to it. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. We'll come back to that. You know, if anybody has anything they want to say, you can find us on Instagram, on TikTok. The email is in the description, so feel free to... Yeah, we, uh, we would. I would love to this read time, out do people's. Write. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would love to read out people's comments about things like this. So what yeah. we might do is, if they do write in, then we'll we have a little segment prior to and say, "Well, last week we talked about such and such, and this mm -hmm. is whoever wrote in." Yeah, because I think then, we definitely should get into the yeah, I think some of the some hello, of the people, more nitty gritty. We want to hear from you. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm actually going to post it up on my TikTok. Okay. Because I can reach so many people. Okay. And I will see what I can get back from people. Wonderful. Because I think that I've, I've been using it as a resource. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we want to talk about these things. We yeah. want people to hear it. I I want to talk about things that uh, people feel like they can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they, let's open up the... Yeah, the, let's open up the stage. Let's discuss it. All right. Do All right. It. Well, thank you. Thank Have you. Bye. Bye.